What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Army Podcast. Honestly, a lot's happened this week, which is a good thing because it gives us some things to talk about. Uh, but I guess what's mainly happened is the video game world. Oh yeah, the video. There's like I, I could. We could talk about this the entire time. Yeah, like that's. I mean, we've been talking about it for a week straight. Uh, but in the video game world, you guys know a lot of you guys who've been following us for a while how obsessed and how like into League of Legends Blake and I are. Uh, and the company that runs or that that made League of Legends is called Riot Games, and they've never had multiple games before. They've always just had League. Mm-hmm. And then this past Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever day it was, they had like a 10 year anniversary for league because it was 10 years old and they made an announcement and the announcement showed four was it four games four different games that they're making and uh i don't know it's just like a, it was a it's really cool live hype. stream it was just so many uh and they're, they're look, they look really good like the card game we just played it yeah it's really fun it's yeah it's a lot a lot of fun uh and the games probably won't even be coming out well majority of them won't be coming out for n- another two maybe three years uh, so we got a bit of ways out, but some of them are coming out uh, next year. So that's going to be cool. Uh, but I, I feel like the majority of the people listening to this probably don't really understand the intensity of how big of a deal it is that Riot's yeah. coming out with other games. So I guess an analogy I could use that might do it justice is imagine, like, think of your favorite movie, okay? Like your favorite franchise of all time right and or put it this way let's say you're a big fan of the office right everybody loves the office or your favorite tv show imagine they only made one season okay and they have it's like it's got left on a cliffhanger and you and then you wait 10 years or maybe like seven or eight years for them to come out with the next seasons and then seven or eight years later they just have a big like announcement live stream and they just drop like not only do they drop more seasons for you for the show you are currently watching but they other they also announced that the director is coming out with like five brand new shows over the next couple of years that's kind of like a i guess a good analogy right and shows that you know will be good yeah 100 it's really really exciting and uh, we've been like a, you know like we say all the time we've been playing this game for six seven years going on seven years so it's just, it's so, so exciting and so cool to kind of just see it all unfold. And I'm just fucking, this is gonna, this it's entire so podcast hype. episode is just going to be like absolute geek mode. So just prepare for that, but it's going to be fun. There was one question, speaking of League and stuff, there was a question that Toast asked in our Discord last week that we didn't get to. He said, what's your take on Worlds? Like, like who do you want to win? Predictions and all of that. So groups just ended this morning. And groups is what happens before quarterfinals for Worlds. And then, I mean, I, obviously I want NA to win, but NA is historically the worst, no, the, not the worst, but one of the the worst regions in league uh, esports. So with groups ending this morning, NA got knocked out. Of course. Like there's zero chance for, of us winning now. Every fucking year. And it's it's happened like that every year. For all nine seasons that league has been out for, North America has not won a single championship. Ever, and they haven't uh, well, even come at least, close. At least not a, at least not a world's championship, like a final championship. Yeah, and they haven't even come close to a world's championship. Not even close. Like we've had, we've had one or two teams make it to playoffs, and then they get knocked out in the first round of playoffs. Every like that's the that's the closest we've ever gotten to it. And so it's just like, 
I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of it just happened this morning, and NA's best team got smoked, like got just wiped Dis- the floor, destroyed, and it just there's a lot of discussion going around. Like why? Why is North America? And I guess you could this this doesn't even go for just League of Legends. I think it's fair to say for a majority of esports. Why is North America so bad? bad. <laughs> mad because bad. Mad because bad. But like, why? Why is North America so bad on an international level when it comes to competitive yeah. esports? And why? I, I saw a lot of different Reddit threads about it, and a lot, people were saying, "Oh, the ping's different here. We don't have enough, you know, amateur talent to compete with LCS which, teams to keep people on their toes," which is kind of true. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it comes down to NA's culture. Me too. I think NA is an entertainment region before they are a championship region. I, and ultimately, you know, like you were saying, people can say the ping, people can say academy, like, academy rosters. rosters and stuff like that. But I think ultimately, you're right. It's the culture. Because if you think about it, think of like all your content creators, all of like the streamers for League of Legends, like all these guys, and 98% of them are all NA. Yep. All North America talent. So, and it's just, I don't know. Like, it's just, NA is more focused on... Entertainment. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. We're just, we'll just never fucking win a world championship, ever. Until... We hire Until we hire... Imports, yeah. Which is not even legal, so... And so, it's it's just... We're just the entertainment region, man. All, I mean, and I, mean, I think that goes for anything, like things beyond esports, too. Like, all, a lot of movies are North America-based... It's all fucking Hollywood, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people just want to be streamers and content creators before they want to be com- competitors. Well, no, I don't. Well, think, well okay, it's not like sorry. That. Well, I'm sorry. You're, maybe not for everybody, but I feel like the, um, I feel like it's more of a, oh yeah, I'm gonna do scrims for ten hours a day, and then I'm gonna go home and stream tonight. Yeah. When in, when in the other teams in like Europe and like Korea and like China stuff like that are all, I'm gonna scrim for 10 hours a day and then i'm gonna go home and play solo queue which is another form of practice basically for another three hours and then it's like do vod and, reviews yeah, and then do vod reviews for like another four and it's just like it's you know what i mean yeah. they, they, they care so much more i think north america the players at least not that they don't want to win because of course they want to win you know it's it'd be ignorant of us to say that but they the just drive don't as much the drive isn't there like i feel like for other regions when it comes to winning like, there is no alternative, especially for the China leagues. Like, there is no lose. It's not, it's not even, it's not even programmed in their heads. Like, there is, we, like, we're going to go in. We win. We're going to win. That's it. There's, there is no losing. There is no losing. And I think this kind of stems into a different conversation that we had earlier that I kind of want to get into. But before we get into that, I, we can just, I guess, finish up on the world's conversation. The world's conversation. It's just, and it sucks, man. Because every single year, we're just like, all right, North America's looking good this year. This is the best we've ever looked. Hell yeah, let's go. We walk in and we get destroyed by every Eastern team. And it sucks because you know, every single year, the players are just like, oh, we'll do better next year. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're not. Will you? <laughs> because it's been 10 years. Uh-huh. And I'm not, I'm not here to like flame the players or anything because I know it's hard. And, I, and me personally, if I was a pro player, I would... And that's what well, another thing too is that they make more money streaming than they do being a pro player, and so of course, of course, they're gonna care about it more. Yeah, because there's more. 
don't want to say financial security, but there's more of a, uh, damn, if I just stream while being a pro player, I can build up my name a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that way, when I'm done being a pro player, I can be a streamer mm -hmm. and a YouTuber. So because of that, they're kind of splitting their focus. Mm -hmm. So it's more of like a 70%, 80% uh, focus on the competitive and then 20% building my brand, which is fine because I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I would do the same shit. But knowing that and doing that, you gotta as a, to lose. <laughs> as a region, we have to expect to just never win internationally. Like it's just not going to happen. So I guess you got to pick your poison when it comes to it. Because, I mean, but then again, though, like we might lose, but it is cool how there's so many stories. There's so many storylines with the players yeah. in uh, North America. And it's like, like Doublelift, Burickson, Sneaky, Jensen, Jensen Medios, Demonte's like, on the, on the Demonte's rise. on the rise, like Smith. Like there's so many storylines, and it's like, well, I know like two players from EU. I know like Faker from. I, I know like I mean I think I know more Asia players, Asian players than I do Europe European players. You think so? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. It's just I guess you got to pick your poison ultimately. But there, there's somebody had more. You said there's more questions in the uh, yeah. Discord. Uh, Sophia said SKT has looked great so far in the world. Do so you think it's the start of another era, or do you think the LPO or LMS might take it? I, I think SKT. I think it'll come down to SKT and then a, an EU team. Me too. I think EU is gonna. I don't think LM, LPL or LMS is going to take it. I think it's going to be like all three EU teams qualified this year. All three. Splice had to win three games back to back to back against three different teams. And they did. And they did on the last day. And it's it's just, I don't know. I think that, e, and not only that, but EU also won MSI. Yep. Which is like the, the mid-season invitational, which is like the world's halfway through the year, but it's not not as important. And uh, and honestly, it's he kinda, was just monster. They're, they're monsters. Like yeah. they have so much momentum building. Last year, like last year's World Championship, Fnatic went to the grand finals. EU used to be bad as well. Mm -hmm. Like they were kind of on the same stance as NA, where it was, oh, we're just not known to be good at league internationally. But within the past two years, they've kind of gone into the mindset of we walk in. And the only options to win. Mm -hmm. That's our only option. We're not leaving here, but with a loss. We're not here to make people laugh. We're not here to entertain. We're not here to, to, talk, shit. to talk shit. We're not here to entertain. We are here to win, and that's it. And they sure as hell and, are. And so. they are. They're fucking monstering people. And it's just it sucks to see because you know Blake and I we've followed the League of Legends esports for like six years now, and it's just I don't know. It's disheartening, but. So at the same time, it's like, eh. Because so we got a bunch of bomb-ass streamers, man. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, you we, you spend way more time watching than anything else. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I got a heavy heart for the teams and the players, but until they, until NA cleans their act up, I just think it's going to keep continued like that. Another thing with NA is that because there's not as much crazy top-tier talent, like, don't get me wrong, everybody in LCS is good at League, but there's, like, pro player good at League, and then there's really, really good internationally pro players for mm -hmm. League. So there, there's like the pro players amongst the pro players. Yeah, exactly. In NA, there isn't as much as that top of the top players as there is in other regions. So because of that, one team just hires all the really, really good players or like two teams hire all the really, really good players. And then it doesn't allow for enough practice. Well, I don't say there's not enough, but there's not enough um, like test of strength. Yeah, and then and, and the top NA teams, so it makes them, 
it makes it easier for them to make mistakes and not get punished for it. Mm-hmm. So when they go to play internationally, the teams are like, yo, what the fuck? We're not going to let your mistakes slide. And then mm-hmm. they punish them for their mistakes and then they get wiped. It's like, for instance, like Team Liquid. is like, Team Liquid is the, the best team in North America. And you're right. They're like the best team in our league and they dumpster everybody else in our league. But because they're just, because there's no friction, there's no like good competition no against them. Back. That there's, yeah, they just, they just sweep it. And then when they go to play internationally, they, it's like, they're not like buffed up. Yeah. It's like if you went to the gym and you just did the same weights forever for like a year straight, you just did the same weights. And like, even though you're getting stronger, but like, like you're, oh no, you're not getting, I'm sorry. You're not getting stronger because but you're still strong on a base level yeah like you're, you're still yeah it's like so let's say you can bench like let's say you can right when you start going to the gym you can barely bench like 100 pounds and then you get to the point when, where you can bench 150 you get to the point where you can bench 150 but you never bench 150 you just continue to bench 100 100 100 and so when you go to bench 150 this whole time like you could have been like working towards up and like to where you can do like 10 reps 150 but really now you can just barely do one rep 150 that might have been a bad analogy but i hope you kind of understand what they don't practice against good teams, so it makes it yeah. to where when they go to play against them, they get dumpstered. I think um, I think Dignitas with DeMonte and Hooney and stuff Me and too. Cody's son, I think it'll be a really good... I think next year will be like a, a Dignitas takeover. Yeah. If there, if there was a team that I had to like put my money on, it'd be Dignitas. Because Dignitas. I think DeMonte is like... He's the mid laner for a League of Legends team on Dignitas. And... Uh, He's great, man. He's a good. He's a good player. He's good young. Leader. He's he's a good leader. It's like his first or second year. Hooney's good. He's a world class player, top lane. Cody Sun's world class player, ADC. Who's their support again? I forgot. Yeah, I forgot their support in jungle. But either way, I don't know, man. I I think to answer Sophia's question, I think personally, EU just has so much momentum and so much built up towards them. I'm, I, th- so I think I think G two. I'm hoping for EU. Me too. I I think. I think G two is gonna win it this year. 100%. They're just monsters. Yeah. They're robots, bro. I think it'll be uh, SKT or G2. Yeah, me too. I want Griffin to like... See, yeah, I, I think Griffin I skins th- would be cool. I think G2 skins would be fucking yeah, sick true. too. Like G2 true, skins true. would be sick. So those of you who don't know, whichever team wins Worlds every single year, Riot makes skins for certain champions in the game based on like the team that won. So yeah. it's just the theme and stuff of that team. Griffin's team is like really cool. It's like all red and black. Those would be some badass skins. That'd be so cool. But G2s would be cool too, man. The Samurai and shit. Yeah. That'd be so cool. That'd be sick. So, I don't know. I'm rooting for G2, but if um, if I had to choose an Asian team, it'd probably be Griffin. Out of Pat, Blake, and Robert, who is the best at Smash? Ready? Three, two, one. Blake. Robert. It would have been funny if people just said Patrick. Three, <laughs> two, one. Patrick. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I don't know. I, I've been... Smash Bros. is a lot of fun, man. I wish I wish I played it more. Me too. There's just not enough hours in the day. Hours in the day, man. Truly, there's just not enough hours in the day. I could play it while like, at work and stuff, but it just... I'd rather be on my phone. I'd rather be on my... Well, not only on Bro. my phone, but I, there's online play is where it's at. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Honestly, if Nintendo actually got their act together and invested one of the billion... Like, a cu- fucking a couple million dollars out of the billions that they make into Nintendo Online and make it somewhat playable i'd actually probably play smash bros but it's like the online play is so bad it's like i'm not even gonna it's, bother it's not even you yeah it's you might as well not even bother and because of that it just i'm a big i, I love competitive games especially online competitive games so 
that's where like a lot of the games that I play a lot, the replay the replay value comes from that. Yep. And Smash Bros doesn't really have that, or it's like they do, but they it's really shitty, ass. like really really shitty, and it's just not. That's why I don't play it a lot. But it is super. It's super fun to have like friends oh, yeah. come over and just like kick on it and play some Smash Bros. It's a lot of fun. So I don't know. I wish I played Smash more, but it's just until Nintendo gets their act together, I just. Uh, yep. I don't know. But Toast Deal, if you ever get Smash Bros. Let's one v one. I'm down. And then it's something I wrote down that I wanted to mention again that kind of ties back into the the league thing, because people are speculating like, oh, what's the problem with NA? People were saying there's no amateur talent, and because there's no amateur talent, that the the top league players don't have a threat to stay in their position. So the job security for them is super super good. There, yeah, it's there, good. and they don't feel as if like the top players in class, right? The top players in North America don't feel that they are replaceable. Yep, and I think. When it comes to amateur talent, and at least in North and overseas, it's not like this at all. But in North America, I I feel like consoles and games like Fortnite, Apex, are they're, they're so dominant mm-hmm. in in comparison to PC games like mm-hmm. League. But even Overwatch is well, in a console game, it's just dominant in NA, and so because of that, it doesn't allow for amateur league players to really get their well, there's not a lot of amateur league players because a lot of par- parents are so anti, not a lot of parents, but I feel like because as the generations go on, more people are going to be open to it. And I think a lot of it comes from some people, some kids' parents not letting them play as much games as they want. Like overseas, parents say, yeah, go ahead, be the best league player you can be mm-hmm. or be the best Fortnite player you can be. Mm-hmm. But in America, a lot of parents are, Turn the fucking game off by six o'clock or you're grounded. Yeah, it's like turn the game off. You can only play on weekends. Or, you know, it's very just judgmental. Mm-hmm. Like, very. Or they're, they're just very anti it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think until our generation and it becomes still- adults and then the generation after us become adults, I don't. I think it'll. We'll, we'll continue to see that. We'll continue to see NA fail against other regions in video games. I, I think. And the thing I was touching on earlier that I wanted to get into that I said we would wait on was i think that there's just and this just this goes beyond the esports conversation but i feel as if at least in north america we are and i'm not i'm not even saying like oh kids these days i'm saying like our generation like, like people our age and younger they're built off of participation trophies and i feel i dude i think participation trophies are bad idea are a, a big a, a, like that's a horrible idea in my opinion and you and i we played little league baseball for 12 years i mean we got a shit ton of participation trophies we played soccer for four so i we were raised on participation trophies and a lot of people in our generation were and the younger ones too and because of that i feel a lot of people they don't they know the competitive drive they, they, they lose like the competitive drive and they they don't know what it feels like to just lose and eat shit. Like in North America, it's okay to lose because growing up, whenever they lost, they still won because they go, oh, you lost. That's okay, bud. Here's your trophy. It's like, no, you lost. Get better. Like, get better. Like, no, like why does the, why do the losing teams, teams get rewarded? That's the point of losing. You're right. You know what I mean? And it's like, you got You got to like overseas. That doesn't exist. Yeah. Overseas. When you lose, you lose, get better. That's it. Try try harder next time, you know? 
But in North America, it's like, oh, it's, it's okay, sport. Come get your trophy. That well, fourth fourth place is okay. And I'm not, yeah. it's not, I'm not saying it's like that serious, but I'm just saying like when you when you build the generation off that and you tell them it's okay to lose as they grow up and when they grow up, they still have, they're like, it's instilled into their brains and they think it's okay to like lose and they, they don't know what it's like to eat shit and like be judged and be like, oh, you suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that, I, I don't know. Like it, it's, and that, that goes beyond like competitive drive. I think that just goes for like on a life thing too. Like a lot of people our age don't know how to just like lose. lose. <laughs> like they don't know how to just be told that, hey, you lose. I win. Try hard next time. It's always like, I win too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. It's I, I just feel like participation trophies are a big issue. And I just think that it just loses a lot of drive in people when it comes to competitive sports of any, of any nature. And another thing in America as well, for some reason, the idea of making gaming a career or a pro, being a pro gamer as a career is still frowned upon. Is so, yeah, it's so shunned. The fucking boomers, bro. Like the boomers and just everybody's just. That's why. I, that's why I was telling you earlier. I think as we, as our generation becomes parents, and as you know, the the next generations become parents, it'll become easier. But the generations before us, gaming is such a shunned thing. Like they fuck. Everybody hates it. They they don't understand. Like think when Ninja was blowing up, think about how many people were like. How is he doing this for making video games? Yeah, Ninja's like, I make half a million dollars a month. And they're like, And what? all the boomers, like, everybody's like, how dare he make half a million a month? I work down in the coal mines. And it's like, dude, yeah, he's making half a million a month playing video games. But he's also has, like, the attention yeah. of the 20 million people. So it's like, the, yeah. like what do, you, how, do you not see the value in that? It's like if you ran a commercial for $20 million, for If you were, like, a company and you wanted your commercial to be played in front of 20 million people... I'm telling you right now, that's going to be way more than half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you not like? Do they just not see the value there? Like, I don't know. It's it's just. I guess it's just a boomer thing. But like, I don't know. Is this, yeah. You know what? That's what we should name the podcast. Instead of dead air, just fuck boomers. Anti boomer. <laughs> the anti boomer podcast. <laughs> um. And I, I was I was saying it ties into, you know, like like the, our past generations didn't allow their kids to be. Like, imagine, like us like imagine yeah they, they, exactly like they didn't allow their kids to be double lift yeah you know like they, they double lift's a pro player by the way the yeah legend of pro player one of the best probably the best in north america uh-huh like for example what, what age would you put it at i would put it in between from 26 to 20 a lot of that age group's parents don't allow, actually i would probably even go down to 18 like 17 right now mm-hmm. like a lot of their parents don't see gaming as a career path and i think it's part of the reason is because a of course they didn't have it growing up so to them it doesn't exist well that and also growing up games were like you I mean you've seen, all, you've seen all the movies right like it's always like oh get the nerd and like make like, put like make fun of the nerd pick on the nerd like nerds are fucking lame right yeah but nowadays it's like changed up and so for them they grew up on nerdy shit being lame and frowned upon and, and so, so they don't want so their they, kids to and have so it. they don't want their kids to be nerdy and like frowned upon and because they're the scared of the judgment from other parents mm-hmm. or their friends so they shun their kids from doing something so that way they don't get judged by other parents and their friends because they're scared of what judgment they're scared of judgment from their peers about their kids because mm-hmm. every every parent wants to be able to say well, my kid's doing this my kid's doing that right you know they want to show off their kid which is natural and normal which is fine you know if in an 18 or 19 year old was like yo i'm gonna go pro or 
five, and their like, mom's like, you better move like, out of the fucking house. Yeah. Like eight, you're not, you're not doing that here. Let's go back to 2013 or 2014 when league was like kind of first, um, blowing up. If a per, if a kid was like, you want to go pro their parents, there's a really good chance that they say, nah, there's no way in hell. I'm going to let you play video games 12 hours a day to practice, to go pro to, mm-hmm. to try to make money playing. Like there's, it's not mm-hmm. going to happen. And another thing too, is like, it's not even necessarily their fault. Cause it's just the way they grew. It's the way they grew up. Yep. It's just the culture and, that they grew up in. And that's what I was saying. That's how, that's how it is in NA, it's but mindset. over, but overseas, it's not like that. Overseas, so far ahead. The, the older generations were like, oh yeah, we can see the vision. Go ahead and do it because that's dope. And I know you can do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're just, it's like, go ahead and do it, it and like, be the best. Co- yeah, exactly. And it comes down to that ties into it being a culture thing. Mm-hmm. And the NA just doesn't have compared to the people overseas. But even like for us growing up, like you and I had a pro call duty phase. Yeah. We, we played like MLG and we talked about it multiple times on this, you know, and we talk about, we've talked about how, you know, our parents didn't really like it, which is it's just normal. That's normal. Cause that's the way they grew up. Um, it's normal in North America. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. And you know, when you and I wanted to go pro and what did our mom say? No, no, you're not, you know, like I'll never forget one day Blake and I were doing a game battles match and it was MO, like game battles is professional call of duty or semi-professional and our mom's like walked in is like what are you doing and by the way and blake and i were saying analogy um, yeah <laughs> and she said yeah i don't know if you're gonna be doing this anymore and we're just like why like what what do you mean like we have we're straight a's right blake and i were like a b students our whole lives never got in trouble never never uh, we were we never did, we never snuck up we did we do we were never did anything we, bad. we never snuck out of the house we never we were, i was never late to a single class and if i was late I had a, I had like a little pass, like an excuse note yeah, from the, so from the front office. Kind of late. I've never been late, never had a referral, never got written up, never got a call, phone call home. The only time we've ever gotten a phone call home was a good phone call home. Our, our gym teacher was like, yo, you have yo kids. Robert and Blake are so, such good, I'm going to gas myself up real quick. Robert and Blake are such good students. Um, I'm going to like call home and like tell your mom that. I'm like, oh, thanks. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's the one, you know, so you and I were amazing students. And so it's like, when my mom walked in that one day and was like, yeah, I don't know if you're going to be doing this anymore. It's like, why? Like, why can't I pursue this? Like, I have great grades. I don't get in trouble. I've like, I'm a perfect kid. Like, I'm a perfect kid. I've done all my chores. Let me just play my game battles. And she just wasn't having it. And like, I think, like, I think a lot you said, of it's NA just parents mindsets are like that. Yeah. They just don't want their kid to be the MLG, like the video game star they do now yeah they, they do now much money's in it right yeah now they do but you know for our generation ago, growing up yeah it, years ago it, didn't, it wasn't there yet i mean it was there but very very little not it, not it wasn't mainstream enough for everybody like everybody knows who ninja is now almost every household probably knows who ninja is mm-hmm. but there was no ninja back then it was nade shot i guess so but there was no like, like mainstream mainstream there was no proof to like prove it to your parents right yeah you could as much as you want but they just it just didn't like click you know like it didn't, it, and I think that's what you're saying now is that now it's making sense because the one thing that fucking clicks with them is like Money. Jimmy Fallon and Ellen, and so now that ninjas on Jimmy Fallon and Ellen, now it's starting to make sense. But you know, when we tried to explain it to them growing up, it just didn't click. You know, but yeah, such is life, man. Such is life. And even and even when you did, like we were just like, yo, we have good grades, we don't get in trouble. Like, why can't we? Do it. Do it. Like, why can't I just play video games, man? Like, I'm just, I'm a perfect student, perfect kid. And no, because I said so. 
that shit scarred and me for the th- rest of my life, bro. I, I, <laughs> I, I when I've never, I never forget I would fight with my mom growing up. She would, when she would say because I said so, and I was just like, I, I don't know. I think I think even as an adult now, like I'll never say that to a kid. Like I'll I'll always give them unless like unless the reason is is the reason unexplainable. Is un, unless the reason is something that they can't know about. I'll always give them a reason because the because I said so shit bugged the living fuck out of me growing mm-hmm. up. I hated it. I was like, you're like, I would like look at the adults. And I'm just like, bro, you're a grown ass adult. Give me a reason. Like, what do you mean? Because I said so, you know, do you think North Americans have a problem with stubbornness? Do you think that a lot of people are stuck in their, well, at least the past generations are just very, very stuck well, in their old traditional well, values. I, I don't think that I, I know they're like that. Yeah. Like uh, for, for some reason, they're just very stuck in. Okay, I did it this way, so you have to do it this way oh, too. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's nothing there, there's wrong with no, tradition and culture, but like, there's there, an extent to it. Yeah, there's an extent to it, and like, they're so instilled on it. The older generations, you're right. You know, you're so right. And there's like, they, no, they you're gonna refuse, go to college and get a job. They refuse to give up on like their ways and change things. Like, dude, but overseas like, it's not like that. Yeah, no, and that's I, why they're successful in the esports industry because their past generations were were much more open to. The ideas of new mm-hmm. career paths and lives, yeah, like, lives, yeah. Mm-hmm. North America is so—it's weird, bro. It's a weird place culturally. It's a weird place. Like, even, like, th- even you're right though. Like, even think about like the like the amendments. We wrote, we wrote the amendments in the 1700s, and there's still people fighting to this day, like to keep them the same way they were written hundreds of years ago. And it's like, why? What, bro, <laughs> that shit was written hundreds of years ago. Like, they didn't have fucking cars back then. Like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean we can't change the amendments? That shit's, it's outdated. outdated. It's outdated. But for some and reason, people are just so obsessed with just keeping With it. keeping things the way they are. They hate change. It's so annoying. It's annoying. They kind of to be around, honestly. But, I don't know, I think... One silver lining in all this is that as time goes on, it'll get better. Yeah. Because our generation is kind of like the first internet generation. You know, like mm-hmm. we understand we, we more open-minded. We didn't create the internet, but we were built on the internet. And so as our generation goes up and has kids and starts to like be the leaders of the world and starts to like really kind of take over, I think it's going to be a lot better of a place. And I think as time goes on, at least for North America things are going to get better and better culture wise because you know we're a lot of like younger kids are more progressive and open to change and they will be for their kids as well they will be for their kids as well and as time goes on we start to take over and you know take leadership roles in the country uh good things will change so i think it's gonna be cool all right guys that's gonna wrap it up for this week's podcast i hope you all enjoyed don't forget to subscribe follow rate however you do it on your platform mm-hmm. another thing too is if you're listening to this we always forget to promote our episodes every once a week but if you're listening to this right now just know that we post every monday mm-hmm. and so you know it's just make sure you really are following or subscribe that way you get the notification is that we post a new episode because we always forget to promote it we're really bad at but we, we can promote everything else perfectly fine but when it comes to this Podcast. we always forget to promote it yeah I, I usually upload or i schedule the upload for the podcast at 6 a.m. every Monday morning. Mm-hmm. 6 a.m. EST. So keep an eye out for that. Thanks for listening to this week, and we'll see you next week. Peace. See you.